It was five years ago that I was first introduced to the concept of being stuck in the gap mindset. What is the gap mindset? Well, we're going to explain it to you in this episode, and we're also going to use this principle or the concept of the of the gap mindset to kind of describe and break down how 2019 went for Katie and I. We had some wins, we had some losses, but most importantly, we're ending the year not in the gap. And that's the big win of 2019. So folks, I hope you do enjoy. Also, I have to say, this podcast has been a huge blessing to Katie and I. This is episode 52. So thank you for just encouraging us and sticking with us to get through one full year's worth of podcast episodes. That's a huge win for us. And if you would like to leave a rating or a review, that would just be such a fun way for Katie and I to end the year. Was would be with some some fun reviews or or five-star ratings. So if you feel so inclined and you enjoy this podcast, please do that. Hey, I'm Elisha Votberg. And I'm his wife, Katie. Katie and I both grew up in families that were fun, impactful, and relationship-rich. Now that we're a family of our own with three young children under the age of three, we're eager to see what God can do through the family unit. We're so excited that you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the Bible says about marriage, children, parenting, money, sex, careers, roles, and so much more. Katie, are you ready? Let's go. talking about well we are going over our notes about what we are going to talk about in this podcast and I brought up that this year has kind of been hard not this year but like this last fall we were talking about a marriage conflict that we had and I was like I think it was extended because we were having issues with our intimacy <laughs> like because it was the first time we've been trying to kind of space out our kids mm-hmm. and Elisha's like well I think you're pregnant I didn't say it like that. Dead serious. You asked me if you thought. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't think I'm pregnant, but there were some signs that I thought I might be, or they were just kind of quirky signs. And Elisha's like, no, I think you're pregnant. And I was like, what on earth? Well, and this was literally like four seconds before we were ready to press play and start recording this episode. Yeah. Because we were, yeah, we were oh literally going Lord. over like our notes and our, what we were going to talk about. Yeah. And so then I just like, it was like a lot because it's been like a really full season. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Elisha and I do, like, I know that if we were pregnant at this season, the Lord would want us to have that baby. And I love each one of our kids so much, I would get stoked about it. Oh, yeah. And the nice thing is you have nine months and all that. But it was just a lot like tonight. I just like started crying. I was like, you have to get a test right now. I have to know. I can't record the podcast. Yeah. I just needed to know like where to set my expectations. Anyways, the test was negative. Yeah. So before we, we recorded this podcast, I had to run to the grocery store and get a pregnancy test. The test yeah. It was turned negative. out negative. So we're not pregnant. Yeah. At this point. That we know of. That we know of. That yeah. we know of. But uh, we're talking about the gap. Yes. Katie, Do you want to explain what the gap is? I want to explain what the gap is. So the first time I was introduced to the gap was my dad. And he is the first time he was introduced to 
the gap was at a business coaching program. And we've talked about this before. It's called Strategic Coach. And my dad's now a coach for them. So check it out. Tell him I sent you. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the gap is basically our goals. The concept is that you never reach your goals hmm. because as you move towards your goals, your goals keep getting bigger and further away or keep your growing, dreams yes. get bigger and further away. It kind of goes along with that verse. I, I think that the Bible says the heart of man is never satisfied or yes. the lust of man is never satisfied. I, either one. Yeah. Something to that Some, effect. Yes. But it's basically like as a human, we get to a certain level of money, of accomplishments goals. yeah yeah we get the house that we thought we always wanted we get have the family we thought we always wanted whatever and then we get there and we're like oh my word but like i should have been able to get here yep you know i should have had this big of a house at this point in my life yes or i should be this accomplished at this point in my life or you just get caught up looking into whatever the next step is and so you're saying well sure this house is great but Next year, I want to be able to buy this house. Or in five years, I want to be able to buy this house. Exactly. And you really don't enjoy the accomplishments or the blessings that you've been given. Yes. So the concept of the gap mindset is you do not want to live in that mindset of being in the gap between where you were and where you want to go. Yes. There's like a big black hole there. So in order to avoid that, you measure backwards mm. and you look back and say, look how far I've come. Mm -hmm. Look at the areas I've grown. Look at the ways that my life has been positively impacted by these decisions. And you basically look and see how far up you are on this ladder. And it's not like the ladder of success. It could be the ladder of relationship success, yes. the ladder of, you know, job, the let the ladder of confidence yes. it could be whatever seeing the yeah the ladder of seeing the lord's blessings in your life you yes. know so many things that we just have no control over and yet the lord blesses us and you can look back and say wow i wasn't enjoying and being grateful for all that the lord's done in my life because i've just been so busy looking to what i want the next thing to be exactly we're so busy praying for like lord please you know, answer this prayer, answer this prayer. Yeah, give me this. Instead of looking Gosh. back and saying, wow, he answered this prayer. This is how I worked through this situation. Yeah. This is, yeah, the Lord's work in my life. And so it's that concept of when you're in that gap, when you're in the gap of looking forward and not being where you want to be and wishing that life was different, look backwards and measure backwards. And that's what takes you out of that gap and puts you on actual practical good things that happen that you can build on because it changes your mindset to being more positive instead of looking at what you don't have. Yeah. And I found it really remarkable because as I said in the introduction, this concept was introduced to me about five years ago when I was at a man camp that Katie's father was putting on and he brought up this concept of being in the gap. And he told us in that scenario, in, in that setting, he said that when he goes to his coaching sessions and he's coaching these highly successful entrepreneurs that make, I mean, seven figures, you know, multiple seven figures a year uh, of personal income, they'll come, they come quarterly to receive his coaching. And when he, when they first come at the beginning of the quarter um, to get his coaching, they'll, he'll, they'll kind of go around the room and they'll review how they're doing. And even these highly successful people will come back and regularly feel like they're doing a crummy job, a terrible job. Mm -hmm. And their company could have grown, you know, 
year to date, yet they can only see where they feel like they want to be or where they should be, or they can only remember maybe some of the heartaches that they've had or the struggles that they're currently having, because that's a reality. You're going to be having struggles in your, in your life, whether it's business related or whether it's not, there are going to be challenges, but when you are able to take time, so then what, what will transpire then is Chad has them go back and look at the wins from the previous quarter or the previous year or just the previous month. And once you start looking for the wins and you start looking for the things that were accomplished, all of a sudden it totally reshapes your thinking regarding where you're currently at. And you're able to say, well, I mean, if you're a Christian, you're able to say, well, thank you, Lord. For all that you've done in my life. And you're and it, what's fun about that is that you're walking forward in a place of gratitude and in a place mm-hmm. of being fulfilled and, and, thankful. and yeah. thankful and having so much confidence in the Lord versus looking at your life in, in, from a perspective of lacking and wanting because like Katie said, the heart of man is never satisfied. Or maybe the verse is the eye of man is never satisfied. I can't remember what that <laughs> yeah, verse is. We're having a hard time with our verses. <laughs> so it's like when you know that, you should know that, hey, yeah, we'll enjoy different things in life, but we have to train ourselves to really be grateful for what the Lord's done. And I think that as Christians, it's our duty and our responsibility to really train ourselves to see all that the Lord's done in our life in the smallest ways or in the biggest ways. You know, the big ways are we we cannot forget what he's done in sending his son, Jesus Christ, to live a perfect life, the life that we cannot live and then to die the death that, you know, he volunteered for, taking on our sins and then conquering sin. You know, we need to remember and be thankful for the gospel, but then we should remember and be thankful for the practical daily blessings as well, I think. Well, like Elisha said, life is such a mixed bag. There's always going to be negatives at whatever level of success you see. It doesn't matter. Whenever you've achieved anything in life, whenever you've been given anything in life, it comes with hard things, and it comes with challenges, and it comes with failures. Yes. And so you can choose ultimately what you're going to focus on. And, and when you look back, even if there have been some really hard things in your life, this year, you're able to see how those things have grown you and pushed you towards being the person that you do ideally want to be. So I just think it's really important to not be in the gap. And I think this was a cool concept because I learned it when I was maybe like 10 or 11. My dad constantly was teaching this to us and hammering it into our heads. And so I very rarely get in the gap. Mm -hmm. And I think it's made me a, a very positive person. Yes, and I've been training myself to not live in the gap as much as I'm prone to. And I think it's almost a default mode for most humans to live in the gap. And so I really do think we have to train ourselves out of this thinking. And the more I've become aware of it, the more I I definitely hear it in other people. And I I hope I start hearing it more and more in myself too. But if if you start listening to the way people talk, they'll say a lot of things like, well, I know I should be here, or I've just got to get better in this area, or I want to... I want to do much better, you know, than I did this year over in this area. And obviously the desire to grow is always good. But when you phrase it from this, from the, um, when you phrase it from the context of I should, or I can't believe I didn't, or I'm such, I'm so dumb for not being here at this point, point in my life, you're mm-hmm. really in the gap and you're approaching it from not a place of gratitude, not a place of thankfulness, and ultimately not a place of strength. Yes. So we are kind of doing a little tally and looking at what are, we we decided to look at our year 
two ways, basically, for the sake of this podcast. We looked back on the wins of this year and how we grew and what went well and what we can build on going into 2020, how the Lord has blessed us, ultimately, like Elisha mentioned. And then we also looked at it from the standpoint of the gap, of being in the gap, what went wrong. And the reason why we looked at it this way is because we wanted to share with you guys. I think it's easy on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. We do see a highlight reel and yeah. we see what goes well in people's lives, what's going well in people's lives. And so we wanted to be honest with you guys too. I feel like we are on this podcast when we're going through hard times and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But we wanted to tell you guys some of the setbacks of this year too. Yes. Uh, just to, you know, we're real humans. It's not everything went well. I think when you look at other people's lives, it's really easy to see all they've accomplished. Yes. But when we look at our own lives, it's really easy to make excuses for why we aren't where we wanted to be and not see the wins in our lives. You're so right. It's pretty crazy how that is the case, Katie, because when you look at one person's accomplishment, you know, like in your mind, you know, in your brain, the concept like, well, they put in a year and a half or they've put in so much hard work to get there. But it's like you kind of discredit that. Oh, 100%. Because you're like, they just got it. They just got to win. And here I am, you know, in the trenches hustling and not not accomplishing what I want to accomplish. But that's just the nature of life. You start. It's like those wins for other people stand out and you and you don't see the hard work and you don't see the trials and you don't see the heartache that that is a part of the journey. Yeah. So which way do you want to look at our year first? Let's start with the negative. Okay. The, the depressing. So we're kind of acting like we're living in the gap here. Yeah. This is what you would see our year as if you were in the gap. Yeah. So going back to say, I mean, let's just go ahead and kind of walk through, not a perfect timeline, but going back to January, I remember that was an extremely challenging time for you and I because your family had left Bend. We, we were living in Bend, Oregon at this time. Mm-hmm. Your family was gone at this point from Bend. They had kind of temporarily moved away and we were not able to find babysitters to go on date nights. Well, for a long period of time, my parents were gone, my grandparents were gone, and my aunt and uncle were gone. And then the babysitters that babysat for us before were like super busy with other members of our church. Yes. Like most of the girls we trusted. Yep. And then the other girls we trusted, we couldn't get like a lineup. Right. Like their shifts were busy whenever we wanted to go on a date or whatever. Just probably very common, like babysitting logistical challenges and as a result we would go i think we sometimes went like more than two months without going on a date yeah that was hard which was tough for us because at that point we were very accustomed we have been very accustomed our whole marriage of going on like weekly dates yes or at the very the very least every other week yeah after that season i did hire a babysitter that was outside of any of the family circles so we had someone yes but it took a while to get to that point. Yes. It was like January, February, and March was yeah. not good on the date life. Yeah. That was pretty tough. And let's see. I'm just kind of going back. I don't I don't have any of these like monthly. Yeah. Well, at that point in January, February, and March, I was in a really frustrating spot because I was working at, at the coffee shop job, which I'm so grateful for. And I was grateful for in, in the moment because obviously the Lord was providing that job for me, but I felt stuck. I just, I did not know, I I wanted to find another work opportunity outside of the customer service, retail, food Mm -hmm. service, um, and I didn't know what it was. I I felt very unqualified 
to take my my career, so to speak, or my income producing activities to the next level. And that really put me in a, in a bad spot mentally, which of course, when one spouse is in a bad place mentally, it affects the whole marriage. And so I really remember January, February, and March being a little bit marked by me feeling very down and discouraged about my work situation and not knowing yeah. where I was going with the provisional side of our of our life. Yeah, and, and during that time, Elisha started sleeping really poorly. Mm-hmm. So that was contributing to, I think, your mental health. Mm-hmm. And then I was pretty caught up in trying to like solve our problems, and you were too. And mm-hmm. we didn't really know how to solve our problems. And around then, my comments got turned off on YouTube too, which was a bummer because... My channel is growing, and then all of a sudden, I had no way of communicating with people. Yes. So that was kind of a big hit to my channel's it growth. Really, it really stunted the channel's growth. Yes. Yeah. And just the community aspect of it. Yep. So that was pretty tough. And I'm trying to think that all those sleep things, this has been the worst year of sleep in the history of the world. Yeah. <laughs> it has been so bad. And because of that, we have gotten up so few mornings this year. Yes. We've had bad morning routines, bad evening routines, and that's led to a lot of, I think, like discouragement and depression. Well, it's led to a lot of not being in God's word on a consistent yes. basis. Because for me, if the only time I can like count on being in God's word is pretty much in the morning before the kiddos get up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that I'm, I'm sure I could form other habits to do it in the evening or to do it in the middle of the day. But that's just when I do it is if I get up before the kiddos get up. But the rate in which I got up before the kiddos in 2019 was not good at all. <laughs> we did not yeah. have a very good morning routine for for the entire year of 2019. Yeah, I know. I really hope to change that in 2020. We had some strained relationships in 2020 in 2019 that are still strained yes not close family thankfully but some friendships that we just weren't able to see eye to eye on some stuff at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and I think we're trying to work through those I mean I know we are I think the other people are but there's still friendships that we just don't see eye to eye on some stuff and it might stay strained yeah and I think it was one of those things that you I mean this is always the unfortunate part of some relationships in life is you don't realize how much you you value it and how important it is in your life until they are strained until you don't have that element of maybe support or fellowship or camaraderie that mm-hmm. you had become accustomed to and i think that we've felt that we've felt the lack of that camaraderie and mm-hmm. connection this year because of those strained friendships and mm-hmm. those and those strained relationships and and again I, I don't think these are like severed relationships i no, think that no, i think both parties are out. yes i think both parties are working towards towards restoration mm-hmm. um but it definitely has taken a, a negative toll on our year yeah it's like taking the fun out of yes. the relationship yes it's more of a forced thing uh say another one well with any child with any labor and delivery comes a postpartum season <laughs> yeah and this postpartum season as incredible as you were katie because you were incredible this postpartum season our life was chaotic because we i quit the coffee shop job we moved you know states i started a new job uh, that was a big deal that uh, was yeah. a really challenging couple months for our entire life and definitely like our marriage and stuff yeah i think 
honestly, this is the first baby. I have loved having three kids, but this is the first child where we have not been talking about our next child. Mm. Like I can't well. mentally handle talking about it. I just want to love on the three that we have right now. And, and this is the first time that we've been there because every time we've had a baby, we instantly start talking about, oh, what will happen when the next one comes? And it's like my brain cannot fathom what will happen. Mm-hmm. If the Lord blesses us with another baby. Yes. So I think that has just been like, it just kind of, we feel very stretched as parents yes. in a good way. Like we look at each other more than ever and are just like, we love our kids. We do. Oh, yes. But I think more logistically, more than anything, it's just been a challenge. Yeah. That's one of the challenges that I wrote down for 2019 is feeling more than ever in my life, a feeling of, of being overwhelmed, feeling yes. overwhelmed with three children three years, you know, under three years of age. And I never experienced, I guess, so many times feeling overwhelmed, waking up, you know, in the middle of the night with a crying baby that was scared, maybe had a scary dream or something. And then I'm not able to go back to sleep. And then that same, you know, the next morning, the kiddos are up, you know, earlier than ever. Well, I think this is one of the first years that they had been able to get out of their room by themselves. I think that's one thing that's contributed because we used to put them in their pack and plays yeah. and they just like stay in there. Yeah. So they kind of had to wait and they just play around. Yep. And now they get out and like run around the house yeah. and are hazards. <laughs> we should go back to the pack and plays. I wish, but they can get out. Yeah. This was also probably this fall was the lowest extended, the longest extended, which are the same words. So yeah, the extended low of our marriage. Yes. Probably the lowest extended wow you say it (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know it's kind of fun hearing you try to say it good entertainment i I need to cut out the extended the longest low of our marriage yes was this fall for sure and this fall meaning yeah out of our i'd say between (laughs) september and and november yes 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 because i mean i think we've shared with you folks that we've certainly had some uh some marital blow-ups you know some really (laughs) embarrassing you know, arguments and, and low moments in our marriage. Uh, but they've usually been just kind of like these firecracker moments. Yeah. It's been like a really bad night. Yes. And then we wake up the next morning and, you know, you kind of feel like the aftershock of it. Like that was kind of tough. Everything's a little fragile, but you just get right back on track. Yeah. And this has just been like weeks of like, I feel like one problem would arise and then it take a couple of weeks. We kind of feel like, okay, our marriage isn't as in a fragile place anymore we're really on the upside of this and then something new would come charging in yeah well this is the first time i think in our marriage that for like you said two or three weeks i i I can speak for myself there was probably like a two or three week stretch there where i I would say to myself i cannot bring this topic up or i'm gonna stay i'm gonna avoid yes this topic it was like everything was a hot spot yes and and that was really hard because i think elisha and i were kind of shutting each other out Mm -hmm. just for like survival purposes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that was, I don't even know how we got around that actually, because it was like, we couldn't talk through things, but then we needed to be able to talk through things to be one and Mm -hmm. be on the same page. And we knew we needed to get there. Like we didn't want to live our whole marriage, not talking about stuff. Of course not. But at the same time, every time something would come up, it'd just be like our marriage couldn't handle it. Yes. So, I think a big part of that, too, was just the, like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, this was the first time that we have actively tried to postpone pregnancy. Yes. And 
just because of that, there's like a learning curve with that whole thing. Yes. Like we've never done anything from the day we got married three and a half years in. Yeah. Like yeah. nothing. Yes. So that was a big deal for us because yes. some stuff wasn't working. Some stuff was painful. Yep. It was just awkward and new and we kind of felt like we were starting over in some ways. Big, big time. Yes. Yeah. So it was like that has been like physical intimacy has been such a part of our marriage where even when things are going wrong, it could be a connection place for us. Yes. You know, we yes. can we were so free connect, and yes, even after a really like tough discussion or mm-hmm. like a hurtful conversation, it was a way to like emotionally bond afterwards. Yes. At least for me, I felt that way. Yes, me too. So having that be a challenge was, yeah, I think it contributed Double to the challenge. length of yes. the length of our um kind of fragile fragile place. state. Yeah, yeah. no, I hundred percent agree with you. Um, wow. Yeah. You're so right. I think those two things coupled together really, you know, I guess provided opportunity for there to be much strain in our marriage. Uh, something else that was negative this year was the projects that we started that we were so excited about our books or my CD or, um, some of our business ventures took way longer than we were expecting, (laughs) cost way more money classic than we were expecting. (laughs) Um, we're just far more, uh, I guess stressful mm-hmm. and bigger headaches than we were expecting, and uh, that really took its toll on us too in those stretches. Yeah, of life. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things, like we aren't going to like share everything, but a lot of things just didn't have the expected result that we wanted. Yeah, this year. Yeah, honestly, like expectations just were kind of crushed in certain areas. Yes, and so that led to us having to kind of come up with new dreams, new goals, new directions for our life. And some things that we'd been banking on for a while kind of fell through. And so we're like, okay, what's next? Right, right. So with that said... A couple more. We weren't in a position to buy a house. That was a bummer. That That was was a goal. that was something we really wanted to do this year. And yeah, lots of reasons why that's... Everyone who buys a house is like got a lot of stuff together. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I respect anyone who's like bought a house. It's like, how did you do that? Yeah, I think me not having the same job for more than like nine months, yeah, my whole that life definitely contributes. Contributed to that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, you gonna stop there? Yeah. Let's just stop. Let's there. put the put the brakes on it because we are intentionally talking about the negative things and it's crazy folks how when your brain goes to the things that did not go right or that you're disappointed in it's like you can talk about it for hours and hours and hours and hours we were just getting started and and you can just flow but then you challenge yourself to start thinking about the positives you say okay well what were the wins of of 2019 and it it takes work at first, and I, and again, I'm going back to five years ago when Katie's father had a group of us men start writing down the wins for our year and the accomplishments we had seen, and I s- sat there and stared at my paper for minutes. You know, minutes passed by, like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, and I could not think of anything that I was like proud of or that I had done well or that I had seen progress in. I was in a very negative cycle of my thinking. I was going to say, yeah, when Elisha and I, before we were dating and then while we were dating is when I first kind of knew about this, saw everything, like every accomplishment he did in the gap. 
Yes. You saw everything you did is how good you could be and discredited any win you had. Yes. You're like, well, I don't, okay, so I'm good at that. I don't want to be good at that. Like, that doesn't help me in my life. Like, you know, there was like always a reason to discredit sure. all these skills and talents and abilities you have. Yes. And so it's so cool for me to see you not living in that same space. Yeah, I'm grateful for it too. Because it's, I'm just telling you folks, it's so much more enjoyable to live life through a positive lens and seeing the blessings that the Lord has bestowed upon you and really enjoying them from a place of humility saying, wow, Lord, who am I, you know, to receive this blessing? I don't deserve this. You know, what a gracious and, and benevolent and, uh, a, you know, I guess just generous, loving father we have in heaven. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to view life that way and to really start identifying the gifts he gives. And so with that said, let's, let's go through some of the wins of 2019. Okay. We could probably go faster on these, just popcorn. Them Pop through. them off. Cause I feel like we've kind of taken yes. all you guys along for the journey. Yes of this year. So yes. you've heard about a lot of these That's a good things. Point. So we'll That's a good go point. fast. Yeah. And I do want to say this podcast was a total win. A big win. We I started mean, it in 2019. Yeah, we wanted to have a podcast. And does it have the downloads we want? Does it have like the actual meaty content that we wanted to yes. put on here that we like stressed out about halfway right. through? No, it doesn't. Yep. Because we haven't been able to put the time and energy into this that we imagined we would. Right. But that said, it has been such a win to be able to connect oh, with you yes. guys. And we do feel so comfortable and it's so fun to talk on these like microphones to you guys that we were like scared of Yes, a year ago. Yes. So there have been incredible wins with the podcast. And thank you guys too. I just want to take this moment, like 380 reviews. I can't fathom that. Wow. that you guys blew us away with our goal for reviews this yes. year. And we have been so humbled every single week yes. by the words that you choose to share with us. I just saw a review recently and it said, I hope you guys read this. And it's like, are you kidding? Yes. We read through we your do. reviews every time we're discouraged and every single week. So thank you so much. Yes, we thank wish you. we could, you know, do something for each one of you that left the review, but it's like the podcast space makes it really hard to even know who wrote the review. Cause you right. have like some weird name, you know, yeah. like XO Ling eight seven six or yeah. something so yeah. anyways just thank you and know that we do read every single one yes thank you all so much because this was a huge i mean it's just been a huge win for katie and i it's we had talked and dreamed about having a podcast for like two and a half three years yeah. and we did it we've got a podcast and we did it for the entire year one episode every week for a full year because of you guys because of you folks thank you so much oh a huge win for me and this is like a lifelong dream that I was able to accomplish this year. And that's come out with my own album. My children's album was something that I started in January of 2019. And just back in October was able to release it. And I can't, when I look back in hindsight, I'm like, that's crazy. I've dreamed of doing something like that for like 15 years and it came to fruition this year. How cool is that? Yeah. And thank you guys so much for supporting. Yes. Big deal. Seriously. Big deal. Also, if you have not gotten your CDs and we had two that were returned, and I don't know how to contact you for a new address. So if you're listening to this, let me know. Yeah, and we'll get those sorted out. Yes, please. Something else is that we wrote a book. Yeah, that's been on my list since I was seven. Yes. My list of things to do, be, or have. So that was incredible, and thank you guys again for supporting us in that whole process. Yes, yeah, yeah, we felt way supported by you folks. What else, Katie? Um, 
well, the my YouTube community grew, which was really fun, and Instagram. Yes. I just, I feel like I went from knowing a few women at the beginning of the year who I was like, oh, these are like-minded women. Like, mm-hmm. these are people who I'd be friends with in real life, to knowing hundreds. Yes. And that has just been an incredible experience. Yes. Iron does sharpen iron, and I'm so grateful for the community that, you know, through your through your Instagram, through your YouTube channel, and then through this podcast, we've been able to to kind of establish and ensure most of these people, most of you folks, we don't get to see on a regular basis in person, but we do feel that support. And yes. just knowing that there's other like-minded people out there that want to thrive in their marriage. You know, they want to have an abundant walk with the Lord. They want to be able to see their children walk in faith. And, you know, they want to be able to pass on their faith to their children. That inspires me. Just knowing that you're out there. Um, So, yeah, it's been a huge blessing. Yeah, so basically you guys have been the win of 2019. (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) Something else we did, Katie, that you had written down is we bought a new car. Oh, yeah, and I thought it was going to be a minivan at the beginning of the year. And my expectations were blown out of the water when we got an Explorer and it had leather seats. It's nice. That made me so, so happy. Yeah, that was a huge win. We were able to go on some great trips. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, actually saying the places that we went in 2019 because we are so blessed i like, know it sounds really cool i think in the moment i'm like oh that this is going to be so hard to like pack for this trip and get babysitters for this trip and then when you like look back you're like that was pretty sweet <laughs> big time yeah we went on a ski trip to, to tahoe, tahoe squaw valley which is just like a premier ski resort like the olympics were held there I mean, in it's the just 60s, in the yeah. 60s, but I, I love Squaw Valley. It's just such a fun place to ski. We got to do that with your family. That was super fun. And then we went to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was a paid trip. Yes. Uh, like huge expenses blessing. paid business trip. So that's always fun yep. to make that. And then where we else took an anniversary trip to Victoria, oh, that was British by Columbia. Far my favorite trip. That was so fun and special. Going to Butchard Gardens and staying in that I'd fun. I'd say that was a high of our marriage this year. That, that was, was a huge win. Really, really huge win. Uh, in addition to that, we did move to a new town, and it's turned into a huge win, folks. Well, it's yeah, it's been some of our darkest moments yep. since being here, mm-hmm. but like we've been more stoked than we have in probably over a year this mm-hmm. last week. Yes, exactly. And so it's so cool to see like sometimes when you hold your feet to the fire, or circumstances hold your feet to the fire how you just start to embrace it and be like okay i'm gonna grow from this yes there's like no escaping it yep so you just grow right and then also i mean our like living i should say like our apartment that we're renting is substantially nicer than where we came from it's like twice the square footage it's brand new we've got a really sweet master bedroom we've furnished it really well and this is so cool like literally last night Katie's family left from visiting us for two nights. They stayed two nights at our apartment. And by Katie's family, I mean her mom and dad and nine siblings all slept here. And it felt so cool to be able to host your parents and and have enough space for that. It was just a really sweet time. And that's something that we could not have done a year ago No, in our last apartment. So that was really fun to experience that. And see the blessing of having that space to host people. Yes, that has been a huge, huge win. I have loved that. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? Should we keep going? Well, yeah, I started a new career, which I'm. it's been probably the biggest challenge of this year for me. But also, I think it's going to be one of the best things in my life. I mean it. 
I think I'm going to look back on this year and say, oh, the growth that took place for me starting this new career um, is just going to be a, a defining moment in my personal life. Mm-hmm. It's done so much to challenge my faith, to challenge my character, to challenge my discipline, uh, you know, just to challenge my thinking and my perspective on life. And it's been hard. That's that's hard. But I really am grateful. I mean, it. I can say just without any, I guess, hesitation, I am so grateful that the Lord has me in this position that he has me and that I think I'm growing. Yeah, Elisha's trying to convince me right now. That's what he says to me. I can say without a shadow of a doubt. No, I'm kidding. I really do think that we've gotten to that place. And that's awesome. And the same thing, like we had Louie this year. Yes. Like that, oh, he, that, he was at the top of the list. and I forgot to say that. He was the first thing that I wrote down for wins of 2019. Yes. Is and, that we had a child. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just, I'm like mad at myself for for forgetting that one. <laughs> forgetting Louie. Yeah, we didn't forget Louie. I think he's just such an integral part of our family. Yes. It's easy to be like, oh, yeah, of he's course. He's been there all Louis. along, right? Yeah. But he's not. The Lord blessed us with just an amazing pregnancy and delivery. You know, the birth of Louie went so mm-hmm. well. He was healthy. I mean, once again, when you look at the blessings of health from the standpoint of what went well, you know, in 2019, then you are in a place of gratitude. And yeah, a, just and thankfulness. It's easy to take that for granted. So easy to take it for granted. So easy. And I will say too, like even through the hard times of like, you know, of those moments of being in the gap where it's like, oh, we aren't hitting our goals financially or whatever. It's like when we do look back at our income, we're like, well, we more than doubled it this year. Yes. Isn't that you crazy? Know? So that's been a huge blessing. Are you kidding me? You know? That's a huge blessing. <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. So this year has been crazy. I think it's been like our biggest year to date. And Elisha and I live a lot of life. <laughs> like in every single one of our years of being married, we've looked back and been like, whoa, a lot happened this year. Yeah. And I I love that though. Me because too. you do get a lot of life experience and the more that happens in a year, the more ups, the more downs, the faster I feel like you can learn. Yeah, the more you, the more opportunity for growth there is. Yes. And and I and I just love that you've got a growth mindset, Katie, because you really do take advantage of those opportunities for growth. And folks, you know, we talked about. I just, I guess, I want to reassure you regarding the state of our marriage because we were oh, we were hundred yeah. percent truthful with you, and we said, you know, September to November was probably the the most challenging stretch of our marriage thus far in our marriage. And, um, I know there's more challenges to come, but I can speak for myself, Katie. And I, and I hope that you, you feel the same way that I'm more excited than ever about our marriage. I really am. I, I, I love you more than ever. I admire you more than ever. I feel like I'm learning to cherish you more and more. I hope you feel that oh, way. Elisha. I, you know, that I feel dumb if I I'm saying too. these things and you're not feeling it, of course. Um, but that's how I feel regarding you. I just cannot be, I could not be more thrilled that I get to live life with you as my companion uh, for the, you know, hopefully for the rest of my life. I definitely feel that way. I feel like every time we go through a challenge, then we learn and we grow. And this was such an extended challenge. I'm so much more confident in our marriage. And I feel like our marriage, it just reaches a new level of depth. Mm. Every time you go up against something. Mm -hmm. And this was a really long stretch for us where we overcame a lot of stuff, I feel mm-hmm. like, and mm-hmm. we did do it together. And some, you know, by some 
something went right because we do feel really united right now. Yes. And we have felt that way for a few weeks and I feel like we're taking on 2020 together. And I have been so blessed by what you have poured into our marriage and your commitment and the way that you love me and Mm. are so in tune to my needs and your selflessness. And I'm so in love with you. Mm. And I'm I'm really excited about 2020 and life with you. Me too. Yes, we've got really exciting plans for 2020, folks, but we're not going to we're not going to share them with you quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, but that's kind of a recap. And I don't know if that gap mindset makes makes very much sense. I know that Katie and I definitely need to improve in our ability to articulate some of these concepts that we learned from (laughs) Katie's father. If if Chad, Chad, if you're listening to this, I apologize for botching this concept. I'm Um, telling you, you guys just have to go to strategic coach straight from the horse's mouth. Yes, exactly. Uh, You should not call your father a horse ever, Katie. I think it's offensive. (laughs) I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. You can call him a horse. No, I'm joking. I get that you were just using that saying. That's a lot of jokes. Lots of jokes. Folks, thank you so much being a part of this podcast thank you for listening yes and thank you for being a part of this year yes what a win yes i love you guys bye bye